now on Radio Italia Uno, it's time to change the world with Matt McQuinley. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, canceling cancel culture, discussing and listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, business, history, and more. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello and welcome to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. We have a fabulous guest today, Elias Serengo, who happens to be the youngest person we've ever had on the show. She's the only the tender age of 17, and I believe is the first person we've ever had on, had on the show from Kenya. And I think you'll find that because of that, what we're going to be talking about on her, her programs and her organization is even more exciting and interesting because of it. Hi, Aaliyah. How are you doing today? And how was your Christmas? Hi, I'm good, and my Christmas was perfectly fine, and it's an honor to be on this show. Did Santa bring everything you wanted? Yes, he did. All right, great. Okay, well, you know, as you know, our focus on the show is to do our best to help change the world for the better, and Aliyah and her organization are completely aligned with our focus, and it, she's making a difference in people's lives today as we speak. She started her own organization in January of this year and received an award from the South Australian governor and has been working, believe it or not, with the Committee of Catholic Education to develop a course in implementing social enterprises in Catholic schools all over South Australia. She's also an advisor to the Matilda Gage Foundation based in New York, where in 2022, which is just a week away, She'll be mentoring other young humanitarians on creating a positive impact on the world. Alaya, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started and started your own organization and all that? Oh, yeah, of course. So as you said, my name is Aliyah and I am 17 years old. I was born in Kenya in Nairobi, and but I wasn't raised there. I, was, I moved to Qatar and I was raised there for quite a bit of my childhood. And at the age of 10, I moved to Australia, in Melbourne to be exact, and I didn't live with my mum for three years. I only lived with my dad, and I go to, I'm going into year 12 next year at Nazareth Catholic College, and in 2019 and part of 2020, we went to Kenya with uh, my family to open up two new schools that we built in resource-poor communities, and my mum helped me setting up with my enterprise as well. And how this all started was I was on an inspiring teens um, committee. And with that, it has raised me to do the work that I do. At the, end of the sh at the end of the program, we had to make a TED Talk. We had to find an issue and also figure out how to deal with it. So that's how my enterprise started. And at, the, at our graduation, which of the inspiring teens I met these girls Isabel and Eloise who are the founders of Taboo which is an organization here based in Adelaide that does exactly what I do but in a wider scale and after hearing them speak I was extremely inspired by them and they were also one of the catalysts for me starting my business and yeah so with that I decided to start my own project to eradicate period poverty in our community in Kenya 
and the reason there was a few other thing factors that went into me actually doing my project I went oh we used to go to Kenya all the time because of the schools and then I noticed that girls weren't showing up for their dance lessons that we had there so and I asked about it and went around and realized that there was a much bigger problem than just them not having education so I was able to figure out a solution to help with that and so when you say there's a much bigger problem, what's the much bigger problem? What is period poverty? Um, well, period poverty in a defining sense is when girls or a large population, a large percent of the population does not have access to sanitary products. And, yeah, it means they can't go to school when they're menstruating, so that's about a week of school per month that they're missing out. And if you calculate it, that's around 100 and 80 days of school that they don't go to because of their periods. And to put it more in an aspect, that's a whole school semester that mm-hmm. they're missing out and behind of their male colleagues. And, yeah, so it extends the period poverty cycle of girls that introduce a whole new problem because they're already at a disadvantage of being in a resource-poor community. And it's in, it's in really important that people know about this issue because it's one, it's such a taboo um, thing to talk about. And because of that, there's not many great solutions out there that are easy to access um, for the girls to go over. Yeah, so with that, um, yeah, it's a fundamental human right as well. And it creates gender discrimination as oh. it's not something that males go through as yeah. well. Which also makes it quite challenging. I know that a lot of organizations uh, that try to help out in Africa when, when I was young, back in the days of wooden ships and iron men, okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, when the AIDS epidemic first started, it was a real, real challenge to help out people in Africa because that was taboo to talk about those kind of things, anything that had anything remotely to do with human sexuality. How, how are you overcoming that? I mean – how, how does that – is that a big challenge or is that no longer a challenge or – It's a huge challenge. Uh-huh. As you said, it's really taboo. So nobody talks about it. Mm-hmm. So why would there be a solution that is easy to access mm. about it? So for me, um, because I'm doing this project, I have a lot of people to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. And I've had to learn that, yes, this is an uncomfortable topic to talk about. But mm-hmm. it's something that can potentially change someone's life. Mm. So, in a sense, you have to be uncomfortable, be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And if that means stepping out your comfort zone of talking about something that isn't really talked about, like at school, we don't talk about it at all, unless it's during a special class. And even then, the girls and boys are separated, so it's not like a collective um, educational day for them. In Australia, they're separated? or Yeah, in, Af- in Australia, okay. they're separated. I'm not really sure how it works in Africa, but I think it might be the same. Yeah. Do you have a staff in Africa that helps you out? Or yes, I in have. In Kenya, sorry. Yeah, I have many staff on the ground in Kenya that help out. One, I've employed two ladies in our wow. community to sew the sanitary packs that we make. I'll talk about that a bit later. And I have many teachers on the ground that goes around and helps with um, giving out um, menstruation hygiene education to the girls that need it um, as prior to getting them their pads. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with that, they yeah they get that they 
they get the education as well as getting the product that they need. Mm. So I know, I know that you were involved recently in a in a uh, what was it called a pitch night? Yeah, a pitch night. night. I think there was like nine other. It was sort of like Shark Tank, but not really. Okay. <laughs> yes, it was. So there's about nine different people there, I think. Yeah, I, I there heard. was nine people who went forward and pitched. And I think the next youngest one was 45. <laughs> yes. So it would have been a great place for me to hang out. I wouldn't yes, have been overly old. So um, can can you tell me about your pitch that you did at that and how that went? Well, yeah, I did a pitch there and it was basically – um, what my project was and what I did and how it can potentially change the world. And I ended up winning, which was a real shock to me because as I was going in there, I was only going for publicity and just getting my message out there and didn't actually know it was a competition. So hearing that I got first place was kind of like, whoa, okay, I didn't know I was going for anything. But So what key points did you make in your pitch at that night? I used this concept um, with my talking is I use a sock. So I hold up a sock and I talk to the audience and be like, do you know what this is? Mm-hmm. And the audience would be, yeah, that's a sock. And my first line is, um, imagine if your birth mother used this sock to absorb blood. And it, it kept the audience off guard because you don't really think about that, that girls don't have access to sanitary products and they have to redirect to using socks or pretty much anything they can find in their area. So, yeah, I think because of the impact that they felt with my, um, with my pitch, it made a really good impact. Mm. Great. Great. So, um, actually, your story reminds me of uh, a story that I heard years and years ago about a kid named Tommy Ting who actually was six and he approached uh, Reagan after he left office and asked him to fund him on bumper stickers to spread peace with Russia. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's, it's so, it's so, it gives me hope for our future when I meet somebody like you that really is trying to make a positive impact. It's really exciting. Thank you. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I shouldn't, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to go toot your horn too much, but <laughs> I, I, just, I just think that's awesome, and I just wanted to say that. So uh, we're going to hear more from Alaya Serengo Unchained uh, in just a little bit. It's about 6.13. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage, it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police-checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1800 852 772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. Better, better, better for life. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. A modo mio. A modo mio. Ogni giovedì. 
Dalle 2 alle 5 con Vincenzo Rullo, solo su Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find a large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. Radio Italia Uno You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, we're back with Aaliyah Serengo Unchained, as I call her. Sure. <laughs> and uh, um, I just wanted to, we, we talked about a little bit about young people like Tommy Ting, who try to change the world, and, and yourself. Uh, you're only 17. I mean, do you, th- do you really think that young people can make a positive impact on, on the world? I mean, when you're only 17? doesn't matter how old you are as long as you make an impact and speaking of young people have you not heard of Greta Thunberg mm-hmm. uh, as a teenager she starts protests alone outside of the Swedish parliament if you haven't seen on the news mm-hmm. and she built her own movement to thousands of people who believed that on what she was doing which was all based around climate change and she's just as young as I am and if you look at Malala Yusuf as the same Uh, she was a young girl and woman who and almost died for what she believed in mm. um, just because people didn't think the same way that she did. And then there's Isabel, Isabel and Eloise, who are the co-founders of Taboo, and Grace Tame, who are making huge changes in the world just by standing up against the systems that are obviously not working um, for them. And as... I have my own two little ones, um, my younger brother and sister, who also run their own businesses, who are only 12 and 7. And they are also making a huge difference in the world. And, and even, it's not just publicity as well. There's so many young people out there who are making a difference. Just, maybe just not as big of an impact as it may seem on the media, but they're still making impacts out there. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, just that leads me to a couple other questions real quick. So who are mentors for you? I mean, it sounds like you've really got a lot of people that you look up to. Who's, who's inspired you the most? Who do you look to as a mentor? I really, it sounds cliche, but I really look up to my mom. She has her own enterprise at the moment. Uh, always had her own enterprise that I am falling through as well. And she has gone through so much within her enterprise and she's still soldiering on. So I'm really proud of her, really. And she is one of my co-mentors that I look up to. And I, she's my first um, alarm that I go, first person to fall on a safety net with. And because of her, my business can flourish to what it is now. So. That's wonderful. Most most children just say their parents are their mentor right before Christmas because they want to get the right <laughs> gift. <laughs> It's just past Christmas. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, 
can one thing you've just brought up that that was really intriguing that I'd like to delve into if it's okay is you talked about how you have your own business. So what you do is not a charity. I just want to underline that. No, it's, it's not a charity. It's a social enterprise. So it seems like you're really focusing on not just uh, giving to people. You're focused on teaching people to take care of themselves. Exactly. Can you talk a little bit about that, please? Yeah, so um, my organization is called Maisha Flow, and Maisha means life in Swahili. Mm. So it's, it all just intertwines with the whole menstruation, so life flow, and etc. And I am a not-for-profit, so I raise money not to put back into my own pocket, but to make greater impacts into the world. So the money that we get um, from fundraisers and events that we hold all go straight back into our projects, which is that, which can be making the packs that we give out to the girls or to help expand from Kenya to other places as well. So, yeah. So you, you haven't even been going a year yet. Um, uh, so how much have you raised so far, if you don't mind me asking? Approximately. Um, approximately, I think we've raised around with $10,000 with my siblings and I, with all our organizations put together and all of that is going straight back into the schools we build in Kenya as well as helping with building more pro- building more projects. Wow, that's awesome. What 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 do you think the impact that you what what impact do you think you've had on people in uh, young girls in Kenya and how many young girls are we talking about? I think I've made a really huge impact. I get videos daily of them showing their gratitude um, about what I do. And that's really grounding and humbling for me because it it's just it's as simple as just giving something that they need that doesn't take so much effort out of me, and yet they're benefit benefiting so much for it. And yeah, I get continuous support with them as well. And knowing that because I was born in one of those communities, I think another aspect of that is if I wasn't adopted by my mom those skills could have been me. So I just kind of have this sort of um, my purpose is to be of service to those girls that who need it most than what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. So how many girls have you actually, you know, provided? You, you do like a little pack thing that you give them? Yes. I, so can you tell yeah. us about that and how many girls you've given it to and that, those kind of details? So as I mentioned before, we have the – I've employed two women on the ground Mm -hmm. in our community who sew the packs that we have designed um, purely based on the girls. So in the pack, it includes one shield, um, eight liners, two pairs of underwear, and a carry bag that they can put all the stuff together. And the twist is that everything made in those packs is 100% sustainable. Mm -hmm. So it's washable and they can reuse them and the packs are designed to last the girls three years. Mm-hmm. So with that, they also get um, menstruation education as well by one of our teachers down at our school. And, yeah, so now they have uninterrupted education for those three years of their life. And since the beginning of January that I started, which is this year, I have s- helped 720 girls. Um, yeah, so 20, sorry, 720 girls girls have received the packs and that's 720 girls that can now stay in school uninterrupted for three years 
Wow. So 720 girls. And if they're losing a semester... Yeah, a semester of school. That's like 360 years of schooling times three years. <laughs> yeah. So that's literally, uh, you helped educate a, a, a thousand years of schooling. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it that way. Yeah. You know, that's, I don't know if you've ever looked at it that way, but I'm that's the way at, I'd look I'm at it. I'm not good at math, so okay. I wouldn't know. <laughs> all right. Well, that's, that's wonderful. Okay. Well, um, do you also do any education at all with people in Australia? Or do you, how, how, uh, you know? Or? Yeah, so... Uh-huh. Um, Another way of how I raise my money is I use this concept called Little Lunches. And it started off as just being one of with mom's friends or mm-hmm. her friends. We went to her, went to their houses and I would speak. I have the speech that I give out to everyone and I get donations because of that. So my speech um, helps with giving out awareness about my project and what I do and also helping with the funding element around it. And another way that I help with funding is I sell coloring in books as well. So I sell those and it is designed that one coloring in book that I sell can make two of the packs. So yes, that's how the whole funding um, element goes in. And I've also, yeah, yes, one, give me a minute, sorry. Um, Yeah, and after that, I presented at an International Women's Day event and I got an article from the ad- advertiser about it because mm. of my work, which I thought was really cool because it was getting a message out there. And all my friends were sending me pictures of being like, is this you? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that is me. And that was a- it was really cool because people um, actually read the advertiser. So knowing that I've um, got my message out there to that a vast amount of people was really cool. And yeah, and as word got out, my school got on board and I presented to 75 year nine girls at my school about period poverty. So I made an assembly and I talked to them about what I was doing. And after that, I was asked to present again to 200 kids at my school on how to start their own enterprise, social enterprise. And that was really nerve wracking because I went from... 75 to like immediately 200 Uh and it was a lot but i'm really proud of myself for doing it and yeah i've hosted a radio show here on italian radio italia uno as well about purposeful enterprise and as you said i was invited by catholic education to be a part of their curriculum um development commentary um so that means i was set up there set up having social enterprise as a subject as a subject at school which then would help um, other kids make their own effort and have their own purpose in wow, life. Wow, so you're, you're reproducing yourself. Yes, I am. <laughs> so you're spreading, spreading the pause, yes, as we I would am. say in the old, the, the old days. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you're, I, I heard from somebody else, I don't want to say who, but I heard that you were a little shy in school before. So how did you overcome that to do all these exciting things? Uh, yes, I was a really... I'm, <laughs> I don't know who you got that one from. But, yeah, I was really shy at school. And what changed in me was I had to learn that this project isn't about me. It's about the girls in our community that actually um, need our help more. So if I am able to stand in my ground of integrity um, from here, then that would mean... <clears throat> sorry. That would mean that the girls in Kenya will benefit from what I'm doing here so I've learned that if 
even if I feel uncomfortable here, it's making a greater impact somewhere else. Wow. And the other positive thing seems to be what I'm hearing is you're saying that if you focus on other people and help other people, you really help yourselves. Yes, it's a lot of self-development here. Wow. Well, we'll be back soon with some more words of wisdom from somebody way wise beyond her years in just a little bit. Hello, everyone. Dino Masolino here, the president of Radio Italia Uno. I just want to wish all of our wonderful listeners, our sponsors, and our volunteers a very happy Christmas and a safe and prosperous new year. We look forward to 2022 being a great year for families and friends. How good is Mighty Joe's? They're brilliant. Mighty Joe's is the largest fruit market in South Australia. They handle all Italian small goods. And a family business. Yeah, that's right. Four decades. Joe and Francesco, they're proud to present fresh produce from local growers and local produce markets, passing massive savings on to you. And their service is so friendly. Tell me about the opening hours. Absolutely. They're open 7 until 7, Monday to Friday, and 7 until 5, Saturday and Sundays. And they have weekly bargains and specials, like nuts and fruit and veg, cold meats, pastas, and plenty more. And they've got a new shop. They certainly have. Mighty Joe's are now at 115 Findon Road, Woodville. Check their Facebook page, Mighty Joe's Fruit Market. I need some fruit and veg. I'm heading down right now. I'll come down with you. Bed sale on right now at Save-A-Lot Beds. Lowest prices in Adelaide. Save hundreds or even thousands. New orthopedic beds in queen or double for only four four nine. Australian-made queen or double mattresses for only one ninety nine. King-size pillow-top mattresses for only four ninety nine. Get the good night's sleep you deserve. Save-A-Lot Beds sale is on right now at 634 Port Road in Beverly. Don't miss out. Get down to Save-A-Lot Beds at 634 Port Road, Beverly for the massive double queen and king-size sale. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm with Saturday Sports Scoreboard. No matter what your sports passion, we'll be covering it during our three hours together. I'll be crossing to various sporting events, we'll chat with your favourite sports stars and we'll take your calls. Every Saturday afternoon, 2 until 5, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ora più che mai, l'assistenza che le famiglie conoscono e di cui si fidano è qui per te, a bene. Con i nostri servizi di assistenza domiciliare, i tuoi cari diventano nostri. Offriamo servizi di supporto sociale e assistenza per fare la spesa ed Andrea si è sentito completamente a suo agio. Il personale è stato fantastico fornendomi supporto sociale a casa. Bene, fornisce servizi per mantenere uno stile di vita attivo e di benessere, assistenza domiciliare o residenziale agli anziani, con rispetto e calore. Con Bene, sei in famiglia. Chiamaci all'81 31 2000 o visitaci su bene.org.au Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the Mighty South Aussies.
Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hi, we're back with Aaliyah. And uh, in the last section, Aaliyah, you were talking about how uh, you're adopted. Yeah. And you've recently returned, you told me over the break, to your native uh, homeland of Kenya. Well, this is your homeland, but your place of birth. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, if you could tell us a little bit about what you learned about that and how it it inspired you to continue and do even more than you're doing uh, with with your organization. Well, when we go, Kenya is absolutely beautiful. It's such an amazing place to be, and it's really like a resort, if you want to say it like that. My family and I love to go to the... Elephant Center, where they um, orphan baby elephants who don't have either parents. So they keep them in this little sanctuary where we can go and feed them. And it's just over this amazing experience. And we have a giraffe feeding center as well in Kenya that we go to religiously over there. And you can go and feed the giraffes at that center as well. And it's just a remarkable place to be. We usually go on safari, and over there you see all the common animals you see in Kenya. So you see rhinos, you see cheetahs, you see all of the above. And it's just this really experience that you don't know it's real, but it's, mm. it is because you're in there. Mm. And it's just over over the moon. Yeah. Wow, that's great. But what did you learn about the Kenyan people that helped, ins- that helped inspire you to, to do what you're doing? Well, after all of that, we went over to where our schools were built, which, as I said before, in resource-poor communities. Went over there, and they have no no electricity. They have no running water. Um, They have one toilet that they share with hundreds of people at a time. And when you want to live in corrugated um, iron houses or sometimes mud houses... And you had to step over sewage to get into places as well. Mm. And knowing that, yeah, so that also was a catalyst for what I, what I do in Kenya as well. I want it to be something that's not as, that's going to add to the mess there, if you want to say that. So, yeah. Well, I've been remiss. I mean, please tell us how people can contact you, you know, uh, to help out your organization and how they can follow what you've been doing. At the moment, I have an Instagram page, which is myusha.flow. Yeah, and you can find me on Interred Africa's um, website. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so www.interredafrica with a number two. Uh, .org, and you'll find me under projects, yeah. Okay. How do you spell Maisha for the for the uh, Instagram account? So you spell M-A-I-S-H-A-I. And that, and that translates in Swahili to, you told me before, but it's literally... Yeah, my... it's flow. Um, okay. No, life, sorry. Life. It means okay. life. Okay. Wow. That's that's fabulous. So why do you think it's so important to empower young girls nowadays, especially if they're in Kenya? Well, I truly believe in having equal balance as it's really important because period poverty um, 
gives women to gives women the sorry give me a second um period poverty um disempowers women and that means that they can't be equal towards their male counterparts Mm -hmm. and women raise children and have skills that need to be embraced and expanded to make the world a better place Mm. and another one um, regarding period poverty as well is they can't help it it's a biological thing that happens and yet it's still a major problem in the world Mm. and it just shouldn't be one there's so many other things that should be problems but Mm. this is a major one Well, before you mentioned that, uh, you know, how we talked about how you've been reproducing yourself and and, and making other positive ambassadors to change the world. Can you tell me what advice you would give to other young people that would like to make a positive contribution but are just like, oh, I'm only 16 or, oh, I don't know how or, oh, what do I do? Nobody cares what I think. I mean, that's the kind of stuff they're thinking about. I'm, I, I know that people that are 40 think that even. <laughs> so, I mean, what advice do you have for people that, that want to try to do some good? You're never too young to change the world, whether that be a small impact or a huge one. Um, and that if you're passionate about something, there's always going to be a possibility of getting that out there, whether that means so. That also means that you can't let your thoughts or opinions be held back by other people who don't agree with you. And, yeah, if someone tells you that you can't do something, this puts some, it just gives you the possibility to find strategies that make you do it so you can show them that it actually is possible. And and you won't regret it. That's mm. the major thing. You will never regret what you do because it's if it's impactful, it's going to be impactful to not just you, but everyone around you. And I think people misjudge that the level of impactfulness that they give to the world. And yeah, they just don't see the, the amount of impact that they give. Mm. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off there. And as I said before, you only change the life of one person. If you only change the life of one person, then you've changed something. That's true. And you've made a difference. That's true. If everybody helped one person, we'd be all better off, wouldn't we? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's 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 so true. Uh, well, um, we're gonna we're going to uh, hear a quick song, and then we're going to be back with an amazing young lady. And give us your details again just for the internet and Instagram so if people want to find out more and, and maybe give you some support financially or maybe just help out. Yeah, so you can go to our website, which is www.intoedafrica, that is number two, .org, and go to the 2021 Projects drop-down and you will see me under period poverty. Or you can follow me on my Instagram, which is um, Maisha Flow. that is M-A-I... S H A dot flow. Our independence is everything. Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active, ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state-of-the-art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. 
Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 Brazier or visit their website braziermobility.com.au Brazier Mobility, creating independence. Governo locale, mercoledì dalle 11 alle 12 con Patrizia e Tony. Solo su Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM. Estovest, a restaurant that offers traditional Italian food that Nonna would approve of. Famous for gnocchi and authentic Napolitana style pizza. And every Thursday night you can enjoy unlimited pizza for just $25. Wonderful coffee and staff that make you feel special. Estovest, Shop 1, 111 Angus Street in the city. To book, visit their website, estovest.com.au and click on Book Now. You'll feel like you're in Italy. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, and welcome back to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. We're here with Aaliyah, a young lady of the, at the tender age of 17, who's made a difference this year in at least 720 young girls' lives in Kenya. <laughs> yeah. So that's something to be really proud of. Uh, now, you mentioned in the, in the last session you know, that you've had all these mentors and you kind of tangentially talked about some of the support that you've got yeah. in the past. How important do you think it is to support the people like yourself that are trying to change the world and how can people support you? Well, that's, that's a really good question. I think having that level of support is important because you have to learn that you can't make an impact by yourself. You have to have a team or like a person who's a safety net that will be there for you um, through anything, I believe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you have to have someone there who you can always go to for any problems that you have um, within what you're doing. And knowing that you have that one person can actually make a huge difference, um, difference in you than it would to everybody else. And who are those people for you? Um, for me, uh, my mom would be a major one. As I've mentioned before, she has um, always been there um, through the making of my business and she's going to always be there to the end, and if there is an end. And yeah, and I also would say that the girls from Taboo, Eloise and Isabel, have been really good mentors because we are working for the same um, project, so we're working, working towards the same goal. So we see eye to eye to some things, and I am actually doing work experience with work experience with them. Um, yeah, so now I'm working with them to help with their project as well as them helping with mine, even if they don't know it. Wonderful. Just in the little time that we have left, uh, for uh, people that might just be jumping in here at the end, can you tell us again about you know your program and You know, what are the things that you want people to carry away uh, from this interview the most? And uh, also how they can contact you. Yeah, so um, what I do is I eradicate period poverty in our community in Kenya. And I do that by employing two ladies um, from in our, on the ground who would make and sew sustainable sanitary packs. And the three, I have three things I would like your listeners to take away. 
Um, for me, is you've got to find your purpose in life, and you've got to be c- courageous. You can't have an idea and not um, take the step to actually doing it. You have to be courageous and taking that leap of faith. And my last one is measure your value by impact and not money. Uh, that's a huge one because people usually do enterprises for profits and not actually for impact. So, mm. yeah. Wow, that's that's so true. I mean that that is so true. And I, I read the other day that uh, almost nobody on their deathbed they have their regrets are things that they did do. It's all things they didn't do. Yes. So it's the chances they didn't take to help other people, the relationships they didn't fix. You know, those are the things that that trouble us. So it's good for for you to help people out, but it's even good for the person that's actually helping the people out. Yeah. So that's that's wonderful. It's been such a pleasure to have you here today, Aaliyah, and we wish you so much, so so much more success. I mean, it's just gone great so far. Please tell everybody again how they can contact you. One last time. Yeah, you can find me on our website, which is www.interedafrica.org with number with number two, um, and you can find me on Instagram at at Maisha Flow um, with spelled M A I S H A dot Flow. Great. Well, I want to thank Mark Aston for paneling for us today, and I want to thank our fabulous guest, Aaliyah. <laughs> And uh, I want to thank you all for listening today. And as always, I'll leave you with a brief inspirational message. Today's inspirational message is brought to you by Save-A-Lot Beds. You deserve a good night's sleep. Visit their showroom at 634 Port Road in Beverly. Or call them on 1-300-791919 or visit their website, which is www.savealotbeds.com.au. I was thinking the other day about how it is often said that you can win the battle but lose the war. There are numerous examples of this in history. Napoleon only lost 7 out of 50 battles in Russia but lost the war. The British won 11 out of 18 battles in the Revolutionary War, but lost. In 1968, the U.S. won the Tet Offensive in Vietnam, but it marked the turning port of the war against the United States. We see it in sports once in a while, where the guy gets so focused on scoring, he runs the wrong way or shoots at the wrong goal and scores for the opposing team. I then started thinking about how that seems to be what's happening in our daily lives. It seems to me that people have never had a higher quality of life in countries like Australia, but suicide rates and drug use are near an all-time high. People are so focused on finding things to be upset about or offended by that they're missing out on all the great things and opportunities they do have that were not even imaginable a lifetime ago. In my home country, the United States, families and friends are ripping themselves apart over who they voted for. People around the world are focusing and fighting over vaccinations or no vaccinations. People focus on winning the battle and end up losing the war at work over my ideas better than your idea. And they isolate themselves from their colleagues and thus lose promotions and future opportunities. So many people seem focused on winning the battle over the war, i.e. not focusing on what is most important. 
what is most important? This time of year is supposed to remind us of what is most important. I've always told my staff in all the leadership roles I've had over the years, and also said in all the relationships I've had over the years, whether it be family, friends, acquaintances, or colleagues, that issues should never be more important than relationships, except in matters of honesty and integrity. Consider this. People rarely look back at their life on their deathbed upset about an argument they lost or even failures they had, but they often regret focusing on winning the battle instead of the war, i.e. relationships that failed over silly arguments with spouses, friends, or family because of issues that now seem completely meaningless or they can't even remember. Think about that. Do you really want to be in that position? There are two kinds of people in the world. One who will focus on issues and probably end up with a life full of regret at the end, and the other who will focus on relationships with their loved ones, friends, and family, and live a life of meaning and little regret. The question this holiday season, as it should be every day, is which one are you? Today's inspirational message was brought to you by Save-A-Lot Beds, where you can save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on a mattress or bed. Visit their showroom at 634 Port Road in Beverly, call them on 1-300-791919, or visit their website, which is www.savealotbeds.com.au.